0: Howdy, and welcome to the 10-Week Bible Study. This is week nine, day three of our study of 1st and 2nd Timothy. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about 2nd Timothy 3, 10 through 11. Well, welcome back to the 10-Week Bible Study. Again, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. Before we get started, I want to encourage you to consider leading a small group using the 10-Week Bible Study. We've come up with some great books and resources to help make that happen. Head over to 10weekbible.com today to see everything that we have available. With that, let's go ahead and pray before we start today. Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us, God. Speak to us and fill our hearts with the knowledge of you. We want to be fascinated by your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's go and jump into God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is 2 Timothy 3, starting in verse 10 you however know all about my teaching my way of life my purpose faith patience love endurance persecutions and sufferings let's let's pause right there so Paul is uh, for the first part of chapter three he's talked about all of these terrible people doing terrible things and in the last days all this is going to happen he have nothing to do with them you know they're going to get exposed but he's telling Timothy here By contrast, you know what I've taught you and you know the way that I've lived. That's a really big thing to say, right? It's one thing to say, you know what I've taught you, right? We can teach one thing. To actually be confident and say, I've backed it up with my life. That's a big saying. That is a really big thing. And and may you and I both be able to, toward the end of our life, as Paul said here, be able to say hey i've i've lived this out i'm confident that i've lived it out now i'm sure paul he alludes to this in other places in scripture nobody perfectly lives this out nobody perfectly lives it out but paul is is saying you know basically overall i've i've walked it out and you've seen me do that you've seen me you've seen my way of life the purpose that i have behind behind everything my patience that i've grown and the love and endurance that i have and you've seen that, Timothy. You know that. And, and so he's, he's encouraging him, right, to, to follow his way of life. He's, Paul is telling Timothy, don't get sucked into the, the pull of the gravity of these wicked people. Remember me, even though we're separated. Remember me. Remember the teachings I've given you. Remember the way that I've lived and do the same. Do the same. Oh, I want to live in such a way where I can encourage people to do the same. I want to live in such a way. I want all of us to live in such a way where we can actually say that with, with no feeling of hypocrisy and with no with no reservation that we can, and again, not that we live perfectly. Nobody gets to do that. Nobody does that. But that if we look at the overarching arc of our life, we can say, yes, we've done that. Follow, Follow me in this path. Oh, I want that for me. I want that for you. He continues on. He says, What kinds of things happened to me in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra? The persecutions I had endured, yet the Lord rescued me for, from all of them. we read about this in Acts uh, 13, 14, 15, somewhere in there. And and we know that they opposed Paul in in this region. And I, I think this is the Pamphylia region. I believe it's Pamphylia. It's southern, modern-day southern-ish Turkey, and, and so southern and central-ish Turkey. And so they they actually get so angry, the Jews and some of the other people that get so angry with Paul's teaching. They actually chase him from town to town, and Paul get, ends up getting stoned. I, I wonder, actually, when, when we read these passages in Acts, I wonder if they didn't actually stone him to death and that the Lord raised him up. He either... Because, you know, when you're stoning someone and they're throwing big heavy rocks at you until they think you're dead, generally speaking, people know when you're dead. And either Paul actually died and the Lord breathed life back into him or Paul played dead really, really well. Now, again, Paul had been at stonings, we know that he was there when Stephen got stoned to death. Paul knew what that looked like. And then he's on the receiving end of that in this in, in this particular story that he's talking about. So maybe he knew what it looked like to see someone die from that and he's able to plead dead really well to get them to stop. Or the Lord actually did actually raise him from the dead or rescue him from this. And it, it feels like that's what he's alluding to here. Either the, the Lord didn't let him die from this stoning when he should have, or the Lord raised him back up. One way or the other, Paul should have died from this stoning. And that's that's the specific story he's he's referencing here to Timothy. And so it's very interesting the way Paul is putting this, right? We've talked about all of these evil, wicked men. He's saying, have nothing to do with them, right? It's it's going to persist, but eventually they'll get found out in in this life, in this life, but... Understand that when you oppose them, you know you you need to understand that I've opposed them. I have not gotten sucked into their gravity. Timothy, don't you get sucked into their gravity? You and I. He's telling us not to get sucked into their gravity, but know that by rejecting them, rejecting their lifestyle, rejecting what they want, it may cost you. It may cost you. You may you may suffer persecutions. Right, you may you may have to endure these kinds of things, like physical suffering. You may actually be physically persecuted, not not spoken badly of on Twitter or Facebook. Like you may actually get physically persecuted. You may lose property, money. You may lose. You may have physical harm done to you. You may lose your life. Like right? these things are reality, and we see the. The anger and the vitriol, right? it's It's not enough. It's not enough nowadays for those that oppose Christianity for us to just to say live and let live, right the The overarching push right now is that not only do you have to just agree to disagree, you have to accept everything that you reject. If you reject my lifestyle, it's not enough for you just to say, hey, we can get along. I want you to accept publicly my lifestyle and say not only that, that my lifestyle's not wrong like you've said in the past, but that you love it, that you accept it, that you agree with it. That's what's going on here. And that that's that next leap here. And that's the one that leads to these kinds of Of persecutions and the only thing keeping physical harm, keeping that kind of stuff at bay right now, is the restraint of the law. And there have been times and seasons in history past where that restraint of law is lifted. Right? We saw Nazi Germany, a thousand other, thousand other occasions. Right? But Nazi Germany is a great example where the restraint of law is lifted. And saying, hey, Germans, we hate these Jews. We hate these Russians. We hate the, you know, whatever else. There were a bunch of groups that they hated. It was the the Jews and the Russians who suffered the most. But it's like, we hate these people groups. And it's okay if you do what you do to them. Not only will we not get angry at you, not prosecute you, we might actually reward you. Right? And so that normal restraint is lifted and violence violence is propagated on, on on scales never before seen when, when that kind of restraint is lifted, when there's this kind of vitriol and anger. And right now we have this kind of vitriol and anger, but there's still restraint, some restraint. But if that restraint gets lifted, we will see violence like never before from these kinds of things. And that's what Paul's talking about. That's what he endured. It's nothing new. It's nothing new. It's just that we're not experiencing it currently in our society that these things are, are cyclical and we know in the end times it will stop being cyclical and it will ramp up like never before, like never before. I pray that we're in a cycle, but maybe we're in, in that ramp up. I don't know. I don't know. But we shouldn't be surprised when these things do increase and when we see that restraint lifted, at least somewhat or temporarily, we see this kind of violence increase. Paul is saying it. It, it happens. It's coming. Uh, we we don't. Nobody wants it. Nobody's asking for it. Nobody's begging for it. But don't be surprised when it happens. And persevere. He's saying persevere. The Lord. He's saying the Lord rescued me from all of these things. I I persevered all of these things. The Lord gave me endurance, and he saved me from all of them. Timothy, you persevere, and the Lord will save you from all of these things. You, listener, me, Darren, we persevere, and the Lord will save us from all of these things. He really will. Sometimes we suffer in this life, but we inherit eternity. There is an inheritance. There is an eternity be had in the presence of God. In one way or another, he will rescue us from all of this wickedness. For the 10-Week Bible Study, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's word. Thank you.